And thank you so much for speaking to us, uh, Mr. Fine. Quite a huge backlog. How did it come about? There is a huge backlog. And, it, you know, as, as you mentioned, it dates back as far as the 1970s. You'd remember that in in, in those days, most mine workers, certainly most black mine workers, um, one-year contracts um, sometimes came back, um, sometimes didn't. Um, of course, they all, many of them being migrant workers, um, lived in um, distant rural areas of, uh, in South Africa, many of them from Eastern Cape, um, KwaZulu-Natal, and many people from Lesotho, Southern Mozambique, uh, Swaziland and Botswana and in those areas you know standard addresses just weren't um, people didn't have standard addresses and um, and in addition of course no one had cell phones in those days so people went off they were without they were without the knowledge of very often of what was due to them and um, the mining companies themselves, well, perhaps today one would argue that they should have taken more care about it. Um, but the fact is that we are sitting with the problem that we have, mm. um, but which we are addressing. So how are you addressing it? Yeah. Look, the um, primary responsibility for addressing it, in fact, rests with the retirement funds themselves. Um, there are four main ones um, that have served the industry for um, the past decades. Um, they are all governed by joint employer-employee um, um, boards of trustees, but the, um, the, the Chamber of Mines is working with them because of the Chamber recognises the importance of the um, issue and in fact over the last two years um, about uh, 1.6 million rands um, has been paid to, to, to former miners. So um, progress is being made um, that I think amounts to about a third of what is originally identified as outstanding payments and this work continues, the work of tracking and tracing people wherever it is possible. Mm. Just uh, in improving the system, what can people do? As you say, that was in days gone by when people didn't have addresses, but there are also some of those um, complications now. Sometimes people do, do become homeless. We were going to speak to the IEC about how they're updating their address books online. So, I mean, these are challenges that I'm sure mine companies also uh, face, especially for migrant workers. So what are you looking at in closing those loopholes? Well, um, I, you know, the, the funds um, and Chamber and TEBA, the Employment Bureau of Africa, you know, go out and try and trace people. But to the extent, many people hear about, um, have heard about the story by word of mouth because they have friends who have um, had their um, entitlements paid to them. So they approach any of these institutions as well. There are contact details on the Chamber of Mines website. 
um, for all of the funds. And um, um, anyone who is able is, of course, welcome to visit the Chamber website, www.chamberonlines.org.za. Um, where they'll be able to find the contact details of those they would need to contact to make inquiries about whether and what they may have due to them.